Hello, good morning. This is Jadian here on Waxing Poetic Yin. And today we are going to be getting into the new moon in Taurus. It is going to be such a beautiful time for manifestation on security values, you know, the way that you're accumulating wealth, you know, prosperity, all of those great things. Definitely a high period for manifestation so we definitely should use this to our advantage now today is may 15th it's monday um we don't have the new moon um happening until may 19th i will be booking readings for this time around on may 19th and may 20th do not miss out on it because we are definitely going to be getting into your personal astrological chart where we can pinpoint your potential and how this Jupiter Taurus will be affecting you and how this new moon in Taurus will be affecting you. I will be getting into how you can manifest during this time, what elements to use for this new moon. I will get into a money prayer that is very, very effective. So I highly, highly recommend uh, booking with me for this um, new moon in Taurus. But let's go ahead and talk about this. The motto for this new moon in Taurus is definitely not fearing, not fearing the unknown and to find your potential. You know, it's about no fear in finding who you truly are. Okay, so on May 19th, we're going to experience the sun, the moon, Jupiter, Mercury, Uranus, and the north node in the same earth, earth sign. Okay, which is Taurus. So the sun, moon, Jupiter, Mercury, Uranus, north node is all going to be positioned in the sign of Taurus. So this is amazing. Okay, amazing. Because there is going to be so much good energy, high vibrating energy in the sign of Taurus. And because of this, and the north node also pointing into the sign of Taurus, we will be able to manifest a lot quicker during this time. Use this moon to your advantage. Highly recommend getting a reading during this time, especially to lay down some solid roots. Yes, we can also witness Saturn, Neptune, Pisces, as well as Mars and Venus and Cancer, which kind of brings an element of water to the new moon in Taurus. But it's crazy because Venus actually just shifted into Cancer maybe about a few few days ago. And because of this, Venus and Cancer will bring a lot of pleasures into home, nurturing, foods, comfort, security, all of that, because Venus and Cancer is also very connected to all of those things just as Taurus is. In the last few podcasts, I did mention that we were under Venus Gemini. How did that all go for you? Again, remember I told you that cheating can be on the rise, getting bored in relationships. Now that Venus and Cancer has settled, we are no longer in Venus and Gemini anymore. We're in Venus and Cancer. Uh, we can expect to be a little bit more emotional in our relationships, but also more comforting and nurturing towards one another okay on a positive level i mean do you feel a little bit more emotional in terms of your relationships right now um you might be all up in your feels right now in terms of relationships so it's normal especially when venus is in cancer with so many planets moving into taurus again um or making aspects to planets in pisces and cancer 
this new moon brings us a lot of abundance, especially in our intuition to feel into, align with, and open ourselves to as we explore our intentions. What is it that we truly want right now? It also encourages us to come into more introspection over external observation. During this new moon, very important for you guys to just sit in the stillness and feel your power of your intuition and remember deep down inside of you that you do have the answers. It's just, are you willing to receive them? This is definitely the perfect time to kind of journal on what it is that you want to create as far as security. Remember, um, I would definitely say that Taurus can connect with, you know, a square because the square is going to be the foundation that you build on. So again, this is like the perfect, perfect moon to start building on that. For those of you that are thinking about relationships and wanting a relationship, especially if you're single, right now what you can focus on also is... Do you have all of the qualities within you that you would like to see in your own partner? Because again, you are a reflection of your relationships. Are you working on all of that within yourself? The security, the morals, the values, all of it. On another note, I mean, during this new moon in Taurus, you guys can definitely manifest for a solid partner as well. Because technically Taurus is in connection with that Venusian energy, which is obviously in connection with relationships, romance. What you can do if you are single, write down the type of partner that you do want in detail. Whether it be the hair, the skin color, you know, do you want this person to be artistic, spiritual, details. But also remember to work on those qualities within yourself. Think about what you need to work on as well. But if you are trying to manifest, you know, a lover, write down that person, write it down and put it away until it happens. As you journey through this time, remember to allow things to just come and flow. Let yourself simply be with the vibrations that are coming your way and rising up within you as well. Do not force anything. Just go with the flow. Remember that being forceful is going to work against you. You always have to remember that the energy that you put out is exactly what's being returned right back to you. So if you're going to be forceful, controlling, arrogant, that's exactly what's going to come back. People kind of just need to learn to go with the flow of what's happening. Go with the current rather than pushing against it because then you're going to create chaos. Now, as you work for this new moon in Taurus, feel the inner resources available to you because we all have them. And if you do need help, I'm also here to help you to understand the potential that you do have within you. I can give you the tools. You just need to use them. But this moon is definitely a time to tap into the skills that you already possess to create harmony and balance in your life. You know, it's definitely a reminder that we have all of the resources, we have the tools. It's just that we need to stop being so fixed, so stuck and thinking, I know it all, you know, I don't need help. It's okay to be a little bit more vulnerable, honestly. Again, going back to one of the posts that I just posted recently as well, I don't know every single thing. 
And if I sit here and say, I know everything, that's a closed mindset. I'm here to learn more. And I will tell you, you know, with the help of certain teachers and certain people in my life, I would not be where I am today. I did see 8-8, so that is a good sign. Definitely means abundance is coming through. But again, don't be so fixed. And Taurus can be fixed energy. Most definitely. You don't want to have a fixed mind. You want to be open to new ways of learning, thinking, being a little bit more flexible at times. Because that's what's going to get you into the flow of things. So yes, you do have all of the resources, the tools. Just be open to it so that you are able to navigate tomorrow, the next day, today. It's all right in front of you. And again, there are certain people that you come across that you can learn from. And I don't know how many times I have to say this, but people are getting signs daily. You're getting signs daily. It's just, are you aware of it? Can you see it? You can have a simple conversation at a grocery store and that person can have the answer that you're looking for. It's like anything can happen throughout the day and you're getting signs every day. You all definitely hold those tools. That can help you to find your center and hold on to it as life moves around. You know, these tools may look like mantras throughout the day. I am powerful. I am resilient. I am financially free. You know, breath work, sensory connection, trust, or inner knowing. I think for some people, to be quite honest with you, don't trust a lot of people do have trust issues and it's because of a lot of things that we have experienced in life, which obviously is a root problem, you know, the traumas. But when we truly start to trust that everything is literally in divine timing and everything happens for a reason and just to trust and go with the flow, things start to change. When you don't trust, you're going against the flow. Where I am right now in my life, I feel that... I trust where I'm at. Whatever happens today, tomorrow, even the things that are very annoying, okay? You know, those random curveballs that happen sometimes because they do happen. It's about just trusting that the situation is just happening for a reason. Usually those things happen to redirect us and it's okay. It's okay. But again, you definitely can come back to those tools, those mantras, breath work, uh, yoga, all of these things are available to you at any moment. You simply need to remember that they exist because it truly does. And again, it's up to you to use these tools. You know, we don't like complainers complaining. That's a sign of victimhood. You don't want to put yourself into complaining. Do something about it. You have tools in front of you. Use them. Tools are also teachers. If you don't know something, if you don't know something, go and seek out a trusted teacher. You know, there's a lot of you guys that don't trust everybody. And I will say that I am definitely one of those people as well that doesn't trust a person sometimes, right? And I mean, we're only human, but ask your spiritual guides to present a teacher that is trustworthy if you are needing any sort of help. And the teacher will appear if you're open to it. When you fully understand that you have the inner resources to navigate any situation, you find it easy to leave your comfort zones. And that's exactly what I'm saying. The fixed mindset. And take chances that bring you into 
into a life of love. You already possess many of these skills to calm your nervous system or to process your emotions. I need you guys to feel this new moon. Feel your confidence, your courage, your fortitude, and start to view them as resources that can bring you back to peace when life takes a twist and a turn. Again, coming back to what I said earlier, instead of worrying about what could happen or hesitating out of fear of the unknown, this new moon in Taurus is really asking you to feel your strength and excitement. Stop being scared of the future or the past. The past is not even there anymore. It's just time to move forward from the past, but stop fearing so much. Again, everything is truly in divine timing. Of course, everybody's going to have a little bit of worry, fear, and doubt, but you can always, always push forward despite those feelings. And even if your worst case scenario comes up or comes true, you do have the ability to creatively problem solve and work your way into the best case scenario. Since Pisces will also be in the mix of all of this, Pisces, again, is in connection with a dreamer, right? A lot of us are going to be coming into a time where we're dreaming of things, wanting things, imagining things. Let those visions arise in your consciousness. Feel into the dreams. Be extremely curious and imagine that they are real. This is when I'm always saying that, hey, put your dreams into reality. This is the time. One thing is for sure, do not fear the unknown. Fear not finding your potential. That's scary, not finding your potential. You know, it's time to envision, you know, that version of yourself who remains calm in the face of adversity and knows how to handle any potential challenge. Don't be so fixed. Remember, this is a time to take a chance. You'll never know if you don't try. Just some words of advice, okay? The new moon in Taurus is going to be very high in manifestation again, so it's important for you guys to focus on what it is that you want. Again, your dreams, your career, where is it that you want to make money? This is also in connection with homes and business. Those are some key words that, you know, are in connection with this moon, so use this moon to manifest towards those things. For those of you that have a business, use this moon. For those of you that sell homes, want property, want a business, use this moon for that. Family, security, love, pleasures, all of it. Since the North Node is in connection with this moon as well, we can be pushing towards our gifts and our talents and our potential. We want to harness our gifts and our talents in this life because that is actually what's going to help us to feel passionate in what we do, especially moving towards our career. You want to understand your true essence. Why did I come here? What are my true gifts and talents? Again, highly recommend um, this reading that I'm putting out today for the new moon in Taurus. But overall, um, as I'm always telling you guys, a life reading is extremely beneficial. Invest in yourself. What I truly, truly love and what I'm truly passionate about is helping people to understand who they are. I want to see people succeed. I want to see my clients succeed. I want them to reach their highest potential. You know, the crazy thing is I've seen so many beautiful charts where they are in alignment with a destiny of being a huge, huge moneymaker in terms of millionaire, billionaire. And a lot of these clients are still hooking into their negative aspects of their chart. 
you know, charts, astrology has pros and cons. And if you are unconscious, you are definitely hooking into the cons of your chart. And that is going to keep you stuck. But it's so crazy to me because I see the potential that someone has within them. And they're in fear or they're scared to go in that direction or they're just hooked into their negative traits where it keeps them fixed and stuck. We need to get out of that. You have so much potential. You know, everybody has been through their issues, their issues. We all have different traumas. We all come from different previous past lifetime experiences. Some of us have been through harder issues in this life, deeper rooted traumas, but we all carry a lot of these issues within us from previous past lifetime experiences. It's just, how do we handle it? How are we handling it? We do have the tools and the resources to handle these problems and issues. It's just that we need to rewire ourselves. And again, it comes back to us not being a victim, a victim of life. We need to understand that everything truly happens for a reason. All of the hard things push us into the light. I truly believe if we didn't have the darkness, we would not know what the good truly, truly is, honestly. Because if there was just good in the world, then we wouldn't understand what good truly was. We need the darkness to balance out with the light. Because when we have darkness in our life, we start to then realize what what good truly is. You know what I mean? So again, I saw 8-8. Eight, eight. I'm going to look into that right now because that might be a message. But overall, just go with the flow of things. Go with the flow. Every single thing in your life happens for a reason, whether you believe it or not. And it's up to you to gain wisdom from that situation and move forward from that. With all of the wisdom that you gain through your heart situations, you can pass that wisdom on to others around you. We are in a web This web, we are all connected. We are all connected to one thing. And in this web, we need to pass out energy, good energy to others so that we receive that back in return. So once we start to heal ourselves, we can start to heal everybody around us. Okay, so I'm looking at 8-8 right now. Um, It signifies balance, of course. 8 is in connection with that, but it also is in connection with inspiration, integrity, knowledge, introspection, business, analysis, and intuition. Very much a theme of this new moon in Taurus. Definitely signifies abundance, prosperity, and success. One thing is for sure, blessings shower you every day. It is only that you do not realize it and you need to see all of the blessings that you do have currently right in front of you. When you have that gratitude for all of the great things in this moment in time, you create more abundance around you. You start to attract more abundance because you're truly grateful. You need to appreciate the little things. So what a beautiful number to see right now. You know, an 8-8 can also symbolize karma. 8 is a very karmic number, um, especially when it's in connection with the material world. So how about we talk about number eight because I'm always posting 888 and eight has a very strong meaning behind it. What's most interesting is through numerology, 
some of us carry a lot of eight in our numerological charts and um, even through our cycles of life we can carry that eight because we go through a cycle of our life where we're connecting with that number so cycles of life readings are also really really great to understand where you're headed in this life especially with the vibrations that you're going to be touching on but let's talk about eight because again a lot of us do attach ourselves to this number because it's in our destiny but we all go through it because we live in the material world. So eight is very attached to that, but it's also attached to the spiritual world. So number eight is the only number from one to nine that we can write endlessly without lifting up our hands. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. The spiritual meaning of number eight is infinity, eternity, limitlessness, it also represents the resurrection of Jesus when he arose on the eighth day, signifying the eternal life after the death of the ego. I mean, that gives me chills, to be honest with you, especially if you understand ego. Number eight is also a symbol of the balance of justice because it can be divided into two equal parts. It doesn't matter if we put it horizontal, vertically... It is always in a balanced position no matter what. Therefore, it's going to represent the law of karma. So for those of you that are a life path number eight or have any strong eights in your numerological chart, really, really take note of this, okay? Because just some words of advice. If you attach yourself too much to the material where you become so greedy, you're going to have a hard fall in this lifetime where you're going to lose out, lose out completely, have hard losses. You need to be balanced between spiritual and material. If you focus too much on one, you're going to get lost. Focusing too much on spiritual, you can get into a place of illusion and can get yourself lost in a totally different realm. So you need to be balanced between the material and the spiritual. The infinite and the finite. But anyways, back to what I'm saying. Um, and this goes for everybody. You know, karma is a circle of continuity. If someone breaks the circle, the debt must be paid. What you sow in the physical plane will be reflected upon the spiritual plane and vice versa. If you don't pay your debt with U.S. dollar money, you would have to pay it with your mental coin or spiritual money. I know that that sounds weird. It does sound weird. But if you understand the different planes of existence, you'll understand exactly what I'm saying right now. Like, for example, let's say you get away with something in this life, okay? And, you know, your debt wasn't paid off in this life you know, your karma was not returned back to you in this lifetime, you will have to pay back this debt no matter what in the next lifetime, in your next incarnations. Karma is always holding the threads. Always. Man, this is like the perfect time to talk about this, honestly, because we are in the month of May, which is in connection with Taurus, very much the material, but is also a reflection of the spiritual because May is a reflection of November and Scorpio. So we definitely can connect with these energies right now. Okay, so eight is a perfect number to talk about right now. 
This all represents the law of as above, so below. When we send out something, that thing must return to us, whether it is positive or negative. So again, coming back to the traumas that we've experienced in this life, sometimes these traumas and issues happen because there is a possibility that you could have done those things to someone in the previous past lifetime experiences. I am not a victim to life. Whatever has happened to me has happened for reason. And now that I understand this work, I understand why I went through what I went through. You know, in mystery schools, this could be resembled as an hourglass. Its planet is Saturn, which is also known as the father of time or the lord of karma. So Saturn does connect a lot to this eight number two. In chemistry, the chemical elements are arranged in the increasing order of automatic weights. Every eighth element has a definite repetition of characteristics. Can you believe that? This is called the law of octaves, made by John Newland in 1865. This is the reason why after the seventh musical note, we come back with the first note, do, but in a higher vibration. Isn't that amazing? Now, the occultists also notice that for every octave of music ends, another begins immediately, which vibrates twice faster than the first octave and three times faster in the third octave. We may not see sights and sound in our three-dimensional world yet, but it is so real and existing in the fourth dimension. And you know what's so interesting is that if we heal ourselves and start to heal the world around us, especially our people, we'll start to come into a higher, higher vibration, which is ultimately the goal. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you, okay, that there is going to be a time where we are going to be in connection with those realms more so than ever. And that's if we get to where we need to be. In the Kabbalistic, Kabbalistic, yeah, I think that's how you say it. In the Kabbalistic system, the Ogdode is regarded as Hod, meaning glory, majesty, and splendor. It symbolizes literature, science, intellect, while its opposite, seven, stands for feelings, arts, and intuition. Still very much in connection with that wave of eight. And Pythagoras regarded number eight as light and darkness makes so much sense to me you know the light people are the spiritual ones who help those in the dark who are selfish material money makers so those light people are helping those selfish material money makers or those people who are extremely attached to the material to come out of that but okay yes number eight is in connection with the planet saturn in astrology which is the planet of discipline responsibility and maturity it is a planet that will guarantee success if you're willing to work hard and exercise patience because saturn is a slow moving planet and if you're not exercising patience and remember i said patience is a virtue if you're not exercising patience you are definitely not going to get to where you need where you need to be Again, Rome was not built in one day. Saturn's energy is also related to time, organization, power, and structure. Time. Time. It's so crazy to me that Saturn is in connection with time. One day, I will figure that one out too. Number eight's element is water. 
which is one of the most important elements is everything is made up of water. That is the spiritual essence of number eight. It is in every living thing because it is the king of the material world. Water also represents strong intuition, creativity, and sensitivity. Thus, number eight can tune into its inner self to work on both spiritual and material realms. And I'm getting so excited talking about this because this is my passion and it all starts to click and make sense to me even as I'm going through all of this, okay? Because the eighth house in astrology is the house of death, which is in connection with Scorpio, representing the concept of birth, rebirth, and karma. What did I just say earlier? We're in the month of May in reflection of November, which is in connection with Scorpio. Death is not something bad when we know what death really means. And the crazy thing is recently I was talking to one of my clients that I love so much, who is a Scorpio. We were talking about death because May is in connection with death. Scorpios and Taurus people, you guys should be feeling completely in your element right now. If you don't, then you're off. You're off. Like something is off. But you should be feeling at peace right now, honestly. But May, guess what? The veil is so thin during May. Don't be surprised if, you know, you're seeing things at a glance. Because spirits are very close to us right now. Usually in May and November... The spiritual realm is extremely close. So if weird shit is happening right now at your house, cleanse your house. Right now is a perfect time to get cleansing and just, you know, deep cleanse. Because May is also when the veal is thin. And me and my Scorpio were talking about how people still feel that death is very taboo. I mean, we were all conformed to believe that death is scary, but death can actually be a beautiful thing if we understand it. We are souls who are descendant into this life to gain some certain experience and knowledge in order to come back to our original home. This plain earth is an experience. And eventually, when we understand our true essence, our true essence, why we came here, we start to balance out our karmas and lessons and get to our enlightenment stage, we go back to our original home, which is located in the afterlife. Earth is only a temporary place, not a permanent dwelling, because everything in this world is meant to be gone, honestly. Nothing in the physical world lasts forever. If you don't believe this, you will first need to die to know. You know, the sign related to this number 8 is Scorpio. The sign of willpower, sexual drives, and determination. You see, we all have some similar characteristics here because they are all under the energy of number 8. We should always learn the inner spiritual and unseen aspect first because it gives you the understanding of true nature in the outer appearance. Let's talk about another beautiful thing, okay? If you guys are familiar with the tarot, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are, let's talk about number eight, the tarot card. Number eight, um, which is in connection with strength. When we look at strength, there is an infinity sign above the woman's head. Strength represents power, strength, influence, and passion. 
But if it's in a reverse state, which is, you know, the lower octave, you know, you're not in alignment, you're going to have low confidence, self-doubt, self-doubt and cowardice Being a coward. This card depicts a woman who gently holds the jaw of a lion. She does not do this by force. She does it by grace, representing the concept of treat evil with good. Oh my god, I I get chills every time I talk about things sometimes because it always is in connection with something that I said earlier. Heal hatred with love. I don't know how many times I've said this. I talked about this recently. I've talked about hate before and I think it was in one of my Pluto Aquarius podcast, I would say. Um, You guys can definitely look into that. Because a lot of us have a lot of hate in our hearts and that is not going to heal the web here. We need to heal hatred with love. But anyways, above her head is a symbol of eternity, which is the symbol of number eight itself. The woman wears a white robe indicating the purity of her intuition. There is also a blue mountain behind the woman, which symbolizes determination, stability, and power. We can see the concept of harmonizing between the two opposite forces in our nature here. Courage, the lion. Grace, the woman. Passion, the lion. Calmness, the woman. Forcefulness, the lion. Versus gentleness, the woman, the feminine. As I said above, you know, we can see the external representation of number eight. It's everywhere. Yet its inner spiritual essence is the same. Let's talk more numbers here, okay? so eight is a number of manifestations representing the energy of exchange of money obviously it is different from four four reminds me of that square that building stage right so life path fours again you're pretty much that foundation it's different from four because four is the manifestation of creative ideas while eight takes a step further symbolizing the financial energy exchange I did see 333 right now, so I'm going to look into that. So 333, as of right now, I would definitely say get creative. Um, This is about networking, you know, putting yourself out there a little bit more. Yes, you know, a lot with creativity, but you need to work on your spiritual growth. Spiritual growth is the process of evolving your inner self and consciousness. If you know more about yourself and your essence, more power to you, period then you are going to be able to navigate better through this physical plane. All right, guys. So I am done. Please share this podcast. This podcast was so good. I am so happy that I did this one today. I don't know. Everything just, you know, started flowing, started flowing. Um, It just makes so much sense with everything that's happening right now and the amazing thing is is that we are finally phasing out of mercury retrograde today so things should start coming back to normal our minds should be coming back to normal our communication should be coming back to normal everything that has to do with mercury if you miss my mercury retrograde podcast listen to it Because you'll get a better understanding of why there was so much chaos. But finally, we are getting out of Mercury retrograde. Everything is direct right now. We are hitting a new moon in Taurus this Thursday. And it's an amazing time to start manifesting. This is the time. I'm telling you right now. So 
use this moon to your advantage utilize it new moon waxing period go time all right guys thank you so much for tuning in please share i'm gonna leave a comment box open please let me know how you feel about this podcast it's definitely a way that you can support me also another thing i know that sometimes you guys leave me random tips yes i have a tip link in my bio on instagram And again, I am going to be having new moon readings this Thursday and Friday. I highly recommend it.